Welcome to episode two of Beneath the Cow. I'm here with some illustrious cosplayers. And we're going to talk some of the best and worst movies of 2022. Jesse. Welcome. What's that smoke? Welcome, welcome. Some incense? Uh, I'm Cosplays by Shinobi. I'll be hosting, and let's go around the room and introduce yourself. All right, I'm Dork Nugget. Who's this start? <laughs> uh, Wake I'm up, Ale- y'all. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dork Nugget. I go by Alex, though. Uh, next. <laughs> I'm Jake. You guys know me as Foggy Knight. Woo woo! I'm Kaish Black. Y'all know me as hashtag KBlackCosplay, uh, also known as Kai. Yes. Uh, uh, what up, Black Beard? Oh, oh no, go ahead, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I yield go. the floor. <laughs> beauty, beauty before age, man. Beauty before hey. age. So, oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Black Beard Dad, what's up, y'all? And I guess I'm Anthony from Cosplay Lives. If everyone has seen me yet or met me yet. Uh, Dominican Knight Cosplay, aka Mo. So let's get what? this thing started. I'm sure there are going to be some hot takes. Ooh, spicy. Let's go. You know, some spicy takes here. So we're going to start with the league, DC League of Super Pets. Thoughts on that movie? Phenomenal movie. Deserves an loved Oscar. It. It yeah, I loved it. It was cool. It was cool. It, it, it hit me a little, little harder than I was expecting going into it. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Good storyline. It, it pulled on my heartstrings for sure. Yeah, definitely. I wish I took a box of tissues in there when I went in. <laughs> yeah, the uh, when the Kevin Hart's talking about his, uh, you know, his his story of how he became like a rescue dog, I was just like, oh no, 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 no. Uh, no, but it was cool. I mean, it's a it's a nice. I thought it was a refreshing take on you know the Justice League and kind of its own little spin, and um, you know, gave some of the lesser like Crypto and Ace, and you know, they've been around for a while, but you know, usually don't get much attention. So it was cool that they got the little moment and, you know, Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson together is always pretty solid combo. So I enjoyed it. I was going to chime in on that as well. I love The Rock and Kevin Hart together in every movie that they do. Um, They... They go together like peanut butter and jelly for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I, I definitely love seeing them in anything together. Um, they play off one another, and I've never really seen The Rock is funny, but he is funny when he's standing next to Kevin Hart for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of remind me of uh, Will Ferrell and uh, the guy from Step Brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they kind of sure. bounce like, off like each play other. Like play off each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I loved it, and I, I liked all the little all the little punts, and you know, and me being a Superman fan, I'm gonna automatically um, love it because my guy was in it, and then my guy's pet was in it. So I like to see, um, you know, Crypto get his shine, and you know, it was a movie that I felt like adults could appreciate it as well as kids. So it to me, it had a good crossover. I really enjoyed it too, and I really enjoyed that the humans couldn't understand the pets. So you know, the, the animals, so they're talking to the humans, and humans, are just, you know, yeah. a little cute dog, whatever. Well, this this pet is actually like threatening, threatening you right now. <laughs> I feel like that's really what happens in real life. <laughs> yeah, I feel different. like pets be like, "I'm gonna kick your ass," or "I'm gonna tear your shit up when we get to when we get home," and like 
we just have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask a question about the movie because I actually haven't seen this one or the next one we're going into. But this movie right here, was it more for like, did it have like the adult humor in it? Was it like kind of like Zootopia meets like Frozen um, it, or like, is it, it more like a... No, it was more adult like Frozen. Okay. I think it's kind of more, uh, I caught it as like not, not as legendary as Shrek. But what I mean in that is there is some adult humor like jokes that your kids won't understand but like as an adult you'll appreciate you're like oh that's pretty right, good and yeah. they like suddenly throw it in there mm-hmm. uh, every now and again and they, they joke with the superheroes too like i was gonna say like keanu reeves is batman and like the way like some of the monologue he did i just it was it was great got it yeah i got i gotta give props actually to uh to the voice acting yeah. Um, in it. Like for me, particularly, it didn't strike a chord with me, but I'm not to say that it was bad. It just wasn't, it didn't resonate with me. But having Keanu Reeves play Batman was um, was a very interesting choice. And yeah. It was one of those things where it's just like, you don't know you need that until you get it. And then you're just like, yeah, I'm down same. for that. That's cool. That's cool as yeah. hell. He's just like, you know, and he's just like, that better be a merchandise choice, a toy, or I will freak. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I've always seen Keanu was playing a live action Batman. Just because the way he, he just the way his emotionless acting, even from like I can see things, that. I can see, I can that, see that. that. I can see that. I can see that. And listen, after uh, after uh, Mr. Mr. Sidrick, uh, I think anyone can play Batman at this point. I'm still waiting for John Hamm. That's that's my dream Batman right there. DC does a good job. You killed my animated dog. wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Animation DC, you know, we we can give we can appreciate DC's animation. Yeah. Um now cinematically that's another story. Just not the CW shows, all right? That's that's another discussion, right? Yeah, I don't hate the CW show. Look, the the flesh started out pretty good. Listen, okay, I know we're not talking about that. Okay, I need y'all to put some. Arrow and Flash did start out very good. No, facts. Smallville was good. Oh no, Supergirl was terrible. Oh, Smallville, yeah, yeah. Hold up, Smallville. So DC starts off good on CW, but they do not end good. Like they always fall off in like whatever random season. They get tired of writing and bringing yeah, I will, imaginative. I, I will agree. I, I started off, actually, I didn't watch Arrow um, because, I, I mean, I just didn't have any sort of connection to the character. But I started watching Flash. Mm-hmm. And Flash, I liked. And then it got to a point where I was just like, eh, this is sort of the same thing. Like, but just that's every no, it, That's all of them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all every CW mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I cannot, I can't recall one where it's like, the whole series was just up mm-hmm. true okay like even even me being a superman fan like the um smallville it i mean let's just be honest it falls off around eight nine it like they needed to just stop you smallville know? betrayed me man smallville betrayed me i was i was ready for them to take the character and actually i, I had invested and do so something many, with it no, yeah i was invested like close to 10 years of my life and at the end of it all i get is a little open <laughs> shirt at the end i was just like y'all, y'all done did me dirty have you watched uh, lois and clark i haven't seen it yet i heard it was pretty good yeah it's a good take i'm behind on it i'm behind I, yeah on it. i have I'm it but i just haven't watched it yet yeah I was very pleasantly surprised for that show. It's done a great. good job. 
yeah, I got through heard. season one. I loved it. I loved how it started. Um, I'm, I like I said, I'm behind, but I'm gonna get back into it. But like I said, DC wise on CW, they it's it's not bad. Like if anybody says it's bad, cap. But like I can't say that they finish strong. They don't finish strong. They don't, so they don't see the start good and gets bad. I ain't gonna lie yeah, to uh, <laughs> Lois and Clark. I would love if it was Brandon Routh as Superman, not. Uh, I mean, Tyler does a great job, but if they could bring Brendan Ralph back and put him as Superman in that show, it would be... It is really hard for me to see Tyler. It, it, it really is. It, it, it really Same. is. But yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not a fan of Brandon either. I he, actually I actually think I dislike Brandon more than I dislike Tyler. Mm. But... I mean. Everybody, everybody's got their own, their own Superman. Everybody's got their own. I mean, I mean, Henry's Superman. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Henry, Henry is amazing. I I hope actually, and and I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves from movie wise, but I really (laughs) hope that they that they stop this sort of musical chairs of uh, of of characters and keep uh, Henry around because I think actually if they give him more to do, I think he would be in a he will continue to be an amazing Superman. Agreed. Yeah. Well, moving on. Sonic. Sonic is a good movie. I the, liked it. The, the kid in me loved it. Like the kid in me, the video it game had player. Nostalgia galore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I also loved um, Idris Elba as Knuckles. Knuckles. Like, Knuckles. Oh, the yeah. voice, man. <laughs> yeah. There was just so much power in the voice, and <laughs> yeah. it really, if you, if you know. How he changes his voice, it makes you appreciate it even more because he's British. So, Mm. like, he's mastered like changing his voice up. And oh man, he did it. We gotta give a shout out to Idris for that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Knuckles had major Black Air Force One energy. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Listen, I just love Idris Elba. I didn't even know he was in that movie. Now I gotta go watch it just because it's Idris. Oh yeah, Sonic is. If you ever played the game, yeah, you'll love it. I'm on the younger side, but there was still Sonic uh, around in all the Nintendo games when I was around. Uh, I just Mm. never got into it. I never got into like you know Pokemon anything like that. I was just strictly superheroes at the time. So I might. I might. How young are you? Yo, I got. I got. I'm think now. I'm. I'm 22. I'm 22. So. Yeah, baby, guys. Everybody knows this, but um, no, like I grew up on all the comics and all of the TV shows from like the '90s, but I never got into like the gaming side of things. Right. So that's what my boyfriend is trying to do because they're also opening a Nintendo World at the new Universal Park they're building. So he's like excited Ooh. to go, and I'm like, what's 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 a Luigi? What's a Mario? Okay, sure, yeah, okay. What's a Sonic? Okay, cool. But um, if Idris Elba is in that movie, then. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I might just have to watch it now. What was the best part of that movie for those who saw it? Huh? Knuckles? I said, what was the best part of that movie for those who saw it? It was Knuckles for me, actually, yeah. I would say, actually, the Robotnik robot at the end. It was, because if you play the game and you get to that level and you're having to fight against a big, giant Mm -hmm. Robotnik, I was just like, they just pulled it straight from the game. Yeah. And it was, and it was that. It was actually, you know. My favorite part was Shadow. Oh, yeah. Shadow's like like my favorite, yeah. My favorite character. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Knuckles for sure. I mean, Mm. because he was solid from beginning to end. 
Um, they did a really good job putting his character together. But I have such uh, appreciation for Jim Carrey. Like we can't, we oh, cannot, yeah. we cannot skip over Jim Carrey's. Like, He's one of the goats. He's one of the goats. The rendition yeah. of that role, because. When you think of Robotnik, I mean, although he's not fat like the uh, the video game, but he, like, if I had to envision the character come to life, Jim Carrey did an amazing job. Yeah. And they got everybody in this cast. Yeah, no, I mean. Lord. Which would be interesting to see who they decide to cast as a voice of Shadow, because that's, you know, you got somebody like Idris to play Knuckles, like, where yeah. you go they need there. They need to have a hitter. They need to yeah. Have yeah, they're gonna have to get that uh, the dude who voices Kratos. <laughs> he has his own battles right now, trying to trying to play yeah. Kratos. <laughs> he's, Ooh, he's battles right now. Yeah, just somebody with a nice, you know, deep I, presence I, yeah. in their okay. voice. Okay, off topic, but who do you prefer as Kratos' voice? Like the original, the original voice actor, or him, or the new one? Because I like the original one better. I. You know, I think I, both, they both do such a good job. They yeah. do, they do, and and actually, and it feels like as you if if you play the game through the series, you you it feels like they are perfect for the voices for the for the stage in Kratos's life where yeah, he's at. That part, yeah, like, yeah, that's like I feel like if you're playing these two, these last two, that yeah. sort of aged yeah. sort of. Um, yeah. He you went know, through weather, like yeah, the exactly. ruggedness like, yeah. of you, his voice you, is just you worse. feel it. You feel like that's the guy that you feel like that's a dad. Like whereas mm-hmm. the other Kratos, you feel like yeah, this is not a guy who's a dad. This is a guy who's you know who's a lot younger, a lot more angry. This the other voice, you know, um, uh, Christopher Judge does a voice that it sounds like a dad. It sounds like mm-hmm. you know, boy, you don't get your stuff straight. <laughs> Do yeah. better, boy. Do better. Um, but you know, I mean, but no, they, I think they did a great job. I think actually it's, to me, it's almost similar. I would say to metal, metal gear having, um, uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland versus, um, I can't remember the voice actor's name. Like his voice is really iconic for snake, but then you listen to Keith or Sutherland and you're like, okay, cool. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green, yeah. So, you know, at least it's not a, like a like a drastic change. It wasn't like you're like going Mario. from that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't notice until I read it that it was yeah. a it was a different voice actor. I was like, oh shit, yeah. How you just grew up. So yeah. moving on to our next topic of discussion, Morbius, in which they the fans convinced the studio to put out the movie. Again, uh, I was not uh, part of that fan <laughs> group. Um... Don't mind me; I'm just dropping stuff. Can oh, you nice. can you have a Morbius movie without Spider Man? I mean, they did it, but I... is he from from a comic standpoint? I don't know anything about Morbius. From a That's comic a standpoint, is he traditionally linked to? Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, yeah. Very yes. much so. Very much yes. so. His, his yeah. origin his is... His origin is... is <laughs> I mean, is, to me, the only character that would make any sense, obviously, is Spider-Man, that I would even be is Blade. He's the only other yeah. one where I'd be like, okay, True. like I, I could at least somewhat wrap my head around that, but 
if not both. So why? But, so why do you think Marvel, Sony, Marvel? Because they're not the same. Let's be clear. Um, why do we think Sony even brought that up for a discussion? Like who who was in the room and said we should make a Morbius movie? I think uh, it's just like they're desperate to cling on to any Spider-Man attention, and for Spider-Man fans who know Morbius yeah. is like attached them, they know it's gonna tease the hell out of Spider-Man fans. So well, this is but, also part of it too. They made a Venom movie that I made a billion say, dollars. Yeah, they have to yeah. So Venom. It's all a. They don't care about. Oh, this is. They make sense. They see dollars and like, oh, we can build. Yeah. All. It's, it's the same as that's. A, Superman That's made a Lex Luthor movie or Batman. It's a it's a Joker movie. It's it's just yeah. trying to pull the money from that character. And see, that's been, wise. that's been also the I'm problem happy with you said that because I'm gonna mention that later. Mm-hmm. That's like that's um <laughs> that's what Marvel's been doing recently, and that's the reason why they also have to like release that statement saying, "Hey, we're gonna be focusing on quality over quantity now." Because at this point, I felt like once Disney bought Marvel, I was like, "Okay, okay." But the moment things started going downhill for a lot of characters and all the stories, I was like, okay, I feel like we're just doing this for money rather than uh, rather than actual care for the fans and care for the characters. And that's what I feel like Sony's doing with all these uh, Marvel villains, Spidey villain standoffs like Morbius, which I've not seen I don't, yet. Well, yeah, they're, they're... I don't so much agree with that when it comes to Marvel. I think Marvel has done an excellent job bringing characters that didn't mean shit to nobody. Oh yeah, <laughs> bringing them to bringing them to the forefront and making people love them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think, think yeah. I think but actually, I, like for I more. Mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go, I'm sorry. Finish your finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, but I was just saying. I I do think I do think that She Hulk was a fail. Um, most yeah. definitely, and I hate to say that. Um, I do think that She Hulk was a fail, but everything else that Marvel has done, um. I mean, was received very well. I wasn't a fan of Moon Knight, but a lot of people loved Moon Knight. That was that was great. Yeah, I, that one. I, just, I just thought it could have been. What I would say about Morbius, though, the uh, Jared Leto as the actor, I don't think there's a role that Jared Leto like cannot just actually indulge himself into and get a little bit crazy with um with with acting. I think yeah. he did play the role uh very well. I think um, I think they just had that was an opportunity for me that they had. That was the easiest sort of character that you can take and make a standalone movie. I was a little... I, I didn't understand them doing a Venom movie without Spider-Man. I felt like that that felt more linked because Venom's origin is very much like... Like, you could separate Morbius and put some other characters around it and still work. With Venom, I'm just sort of like, even his look aesthetically looks mm-hmm. like Spider-Man. So I'm just like, you disconnecting it doesn't make a lot of sense. But hey, it made a whole mess of money. But I feel like with um, with Morbius, I think Sony, they, 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 they should have, they could have actually had the easiest job in taking that character and making that character work. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They could have actually taken that character and done something that hasn't been done in any comic book movies. Make a honest to God rated R horror movie. Just yep. make a rated R horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's a char- yep. that's a perfect character for you to do that with. And if you and you and you get a lot of the cross sections. You get the you get the cross section of people who who love horror. You can actually take advantage of the fact that you know rated R comic book movies like you know logan and deadpool have come before so at least you know you can get an audience in there um 
And they, you know, they were, and again, it, it was actually, I think, more trying to, um, uh, you know, trying to get as much money as they could. And, the, and really, uh, you know, when you're talking about movies, you know, for a mass audience, it's easier to quote unquote think, well, I'm going to get more money if it's a PG, PG-13 because I can get more, more kids in the seats than I can actually if it's a rated R movie. That movie needed to be rated R. Let's call mm-hmm. it yeah. what it is. That movie needed to be Venom. a... And Venom. Yeah. How do you yeah. make a Venom movie and not like, oh my God, when he bit Homeboy head off? Oh. That's but, what it, but that, see, yeah. but Venom still made a whole mess of money, and that's just that's just it. That's the weird thing about it is that Venom still with 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 the rating that it had, and them doing the cutaway as as oh we're not going to show you the gore, still made a billion dollars. Yeah. So I, and just I have think, a feeling if if Venom didn't perform well, Morbius wouldn't happen. Oh no, yeah. agreed. I would agree. No with way. That. See, when I saw the Morbius trailer, I was actually kind of excited because of how scary it looked and how they, rated they R it appeared. They played it to like make it looked... look a lot darker than what it yeah. was. That, uh, yeah, and I refused to watch it. Um, and I don't think I ever will just because of everything that I've seen already regarding the movie. Um, okay. I, I've, I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. So. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie despite all of the things. Like, I mm-hmm. watched it when it went to, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I watched it recently. So, um, for me, I do. I never take what fans and what everybody else is saying or deeming good or not good or whatever the case may be. I always like to formulate my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be honest. I I didn't hate it. Like I, I, I don't feel like it should have gotten the the reputation that it got it. Like people people was talking about that movie like it was the worst Marvel movie ever put out. Like so many memes, so many everything came from this movie. And to me, it wasn't that bad. To me, the storyline was pretty solid. Don't get me wrong, I think the execution could have been better, but it wasn't a bad movie. Like, don't get me wrong. It's one of those movies that you watch one time, and you're like, okay, that was, that was okay, and then you never watch it again. Like, you don't buy it on DVD, but it wasn't a bad movie. I thought the same thing uh, for actually Venom, too. I mean, they got a horrible reputation for, for, for the verse of Venom, and actually, I, 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 didn't, I didn't hate it. enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. I just, awesome. I just remember like digging a little bit to kind of get a sense of like how the storytelling was going to go, and I can't remember much of it, but all I remember was just going... Okay, so Kai, I feel like you're about to make me eat my own words this week. I'm gonna go watch it on the way down tomorrow. I, I'm just saying, make, make <laughs> your own opinion because I heard so many bad opinions about it, and I watched it myself, and I was like, that was bad. And <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I heard the same thing about New Mutants, and New Mutants, I didn't hate it actually. I watched yeah, it, yeah. and I was just like, but I think the worst sin that Morbius, I didn't hate more. I didn't hate Morbius. Me I was more upset of the fact that it was a mediocre movie, and that to me yeah. is the worst. And then being a bad movie, a bad yeah. movie you can potentially watch, and it's a bad movie, and you can be like, you can be like, this movie sucks. It's like Sharknado. You can, you know, Sharknado. You know what you're getting into when you watch Sharknado. Yeah. And so it's so bad that you can actually ridicule. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sharknado was great, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no hate on my Sharknado, but, like that, but that's what I'm saying. Like you can watch a movie that's so bad it's good, but mm-hmm. it's it's a worse sin to have a movie that's mediocre. That you watch it and yeah. you're just like it's coloring in the it's staying in the in the in the lines. It's coloring. This is gonna happen like this, 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 and then the other worst part. But is let's that be we, honest, most movies are mediocre. If we're really most making- no, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree that point with you, but I feel like there's there should be some enjoyment in it. Like for me, it, it, you know, 
if I can walk out of a movie theater saying I enjoyed that, that's at the end of the day, whether the, the storyline was weak, whether the acting was weak, if I walked out of it enjoying it, I'd be like, hey, man, perfect. I, a perfect example is I just went and saw um, uh, Violent Night. I'm not going to tell you that movie's going to win any Oscars, but it's an entertaining movie. You have a yeah. good time watching it. And that's to me, that's the th if you can beat that threshold. I sat through Morbius and I sat there and I was just sort of like, okay. Yeah, I think when I mean, it comes to comic book movies, it's uh, there's a level of expectations that everyone has. Um, yeah, whether you're biased about the comic or not, um, I and, think that when you have that expectation for that movie and it doesn't live up to that, that's when it mm -hmm. gets that whole. Yeah, yeah I, I have to I, like turn off my brain sometimes when I go into movies because I know that they're in. Um, funny enough, I met Nolan North at Dragon Con and he asked me how Uncharted went, and I was like, and he gave me a good piece of advice. He says that a lot of the times movies aren't going to be exactly like source material as a, out of a creative element. And then also out of respect because they don't want to, you know, m you know, mess up the original, original story. So they'll, they'll take their own like creative freedom with it. And uh, I feel like with a lot of movies, I've just had to, especially like Thor, Love and Thunder, which I'll bring up again later. I've just had to go in and detach myself from my expectations and just, again, form my own opinion and then walk out and see how I feel about it. And that's yeah, allowed me to enjoy a lot of movies that are yeah, kind of piggyback. Yeah, the piggyback. I mean, for me, same. I didn't think it was a dumpster fire like everybody said it was. Mm -hmm. I think for me, and I feel like, I think what, what you were trying to say is I was, I didn't do anything, but I think the frustration is when you feel like a studio doesn't understand the tone that that character needs. Yeah. And I understand like even what, you know, Alex is saying like, you know, we don't want to mess up. Well, if you're worried about stores in it, then you shouldn't be making that movie because mm -hmm. you need to understand what you're making. Because really doing a disservice is doing stuff mm -hmm. like that of not understanding the tone of what that character is. What kind of world is that? You know, you don't make a whatever without a Spider-Man. Like, it, mm -hmm. that's not that character. Like, you gotta, like, you can do that with, you know, like, Ven like people know Venom. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Morbius, people are like, who, who the hell is that? You know what I mean? Uh on the hindsight too we're also in it's it's crazy to think but like we're in the minority of you know people who read comic books and understand the world where the normal people they don't they don't know that so for them it's just like hey a, a vampire movie marvel okay cool and that's how they go into these things so you got to kind of keep that in mind too yeah but yeah me, that also people don't know how to own. people don't know how to distinguish the difference between the different layers you know you yeah know, we went through a we went through a time in which marvel didn't i mean we're still in a time marvel doesn't own all of their characters mm -hmm. um yes. universal um like there are so many characters that belong to other studios yep. and studios had those rights and they made those movies and they're not even related have anything to do with you know what we what we now know is the mcu so, you know, people just see Marvel and they're like, oh, my God, Marvel's, Marvel Comics. And, and it's like, no, that's Marvel and this is Marvel Studios. like, Or, or that's Sony and this is Disney. like. So yeah. a lot of people, if you're not in this realm or, you know, in it the way that we're in it, then it's really hard to decipher the difference and, and know the difference between the characters. The, yeah. the, sad, so. the, saddest, the other sad part to me is actually how you can have something like Sony, this is the same house. This is the people living in the same house can have into the Spider Verse living in living in New York. I knew you were about to say that. And, say and, that. and, and then actually <laughs> Morbius living in another one. Like you, like how is it? How is it possible that you can take and have something be so almost like I, I mean, out of 
that that movie Perfect. in itself, Into the Spider Verse, is probably by far, I think, one of the best comic book movies ever. Like, like the just period, you know, hard stop for me. And so it's amazing to me how they can go ahead and take another piece of material. Like right now, they're making, um, they're 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 still filming Craven and they're filming um, Madam Web, and I'm like, why? But you're saying this, and we've been enduring DC's bullshit <laughs> for years. And Who? I've been saying for years, how do y'all get the animation, the animated movies right, and you can't do it cinematically? It's the same damn story. Mm -hmm. So, True. I mean, you got to think about it. We, I mean, it's, it's Marvel and it's DC, but DC's been doing this for years. I, I, I don't know who's in the room. I don't know who's in this room and who's in this room. Obviously, here, it's not, a, obviously it not any of us. We ain't in the room. We, ain't in the room. We're not, we fix it all. Give us like 10 I, I think, minutes. I think, I think part of it for me that's frustrating is that they are trying to put these characters in the MCU like Venom and they're they're trying to incorporate oh, this. Yeah. So it's not like they're not they're trying to sit Yeah, cuz that's why you put Michael Keaton in there. Exactly. So we're like Marvel Studios, you better you better find a different vulture, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or at the very least, at the very least like if you're going to go ahead and do that, be like, "Listen, Feige, can I can I get I mean, I know you're going to let me borrow some whatever. Can I borrow some of them writers too? Can I go ahead and actually move them over here so we can collaborate on this cuz I feel like they had the opportunity that that movie, Morbius, should have been a let's take a shot at doing a honest to God horror movie. Let's yeah. take a shot at doing that and let's see. And if it fails, great, you failed, but you still you wouldn't be any worse than where you are right now. And granted, mm -hmm. I realize hindsight is twenty twenty, but you know you could have at the very least presented a very unique, not since Blade because Blade was rated R. Not since Blade bring to this generation a horror movie where you take a character and spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. But to be honest, you probably don't need to see it anyway. I mean, unless you want to. I'm sorry, Alex. Maybe you should. But if you take a character and you nerf them mm -hmm. by saying, oh, this person, I'm sorry, I have to spoil this. It's a minor spoiler. You're good. You say, hey, we're going to give you a MacGuffin by saying, hey, this is actually, there's blue blood and you can sort of keep your cravings in check with this i'm like you're nerfing the character the whole point of this character is a struggle you can't give this person a character a crutch and not just let it be, let it be like hey man he can't survive unless he drinks blood and, and see, yo, they, they did that in a in a cartoon in the 90s for spider-man with yes kids under 10 yes. and they they said that and see, that's another thing that like marvel has been doing a lot lately it's like and this is what i was talking about how some characters have been going downhill marvel and I've noticed a lot in phase. It was weird. Phase four. It was like I, I saw what I wanted, and then I didn't see what I wanted. And that is, we've seen a lot of characters like Bruce Banner, like Thor, um, even Natasha Romanoff, be kind of disregarded in their serious and darker matters. Mm -hmm. Especially in She-Hulk. Thing is, in She-Hulk, they got the essence of Jen Walters perfectly. Everything else was just what the. I don't know if I can cuss on this thing, so I'm just yeah, what the heck? Um, because regarding Bruce Banner specifically, no. Listen, I know they're owned by another studio, but it's like they after about Age of Ultron, Bruce Banner as a character went downhill and then he was completely mutilated in She-Hulk. And then in Thor, it's just they don't want to address serious matters and bring in serious or darker themes. But then also in Phase 4, we saw some of those serious and darker themes, especially in the, um, you know, the TV show series. And then, of course, in uh, Multiverse Amanda. So I'm just like. They're, it's almost like they're afraid to stray away and do something unique, which is what they should have done with Morbius. And I thought that's what they were going to do. 
Hot take. I loved She Hulk. Hot take. I hot take she- right now. I love that I show. I enjoy it. I was saying. I love that show. I love that I, show. I mean, I, over, I, yeah. yeah. It's overall, subverted sh- expectations yeah. for me. Overall, the show is great. Um, it's just some of the side characters. It's just like a waste of opportunity. Like, uh, you know, Blonsky, for God's sake, that's the abomination. That's supposed to be something terrifying. And I thought they made, were maybe like playing around with us and then they were going to have them snap or something. But it just, <clears throat> Titania, I liked the take on Titania. I wasn't mad at it. It was entertaining. Um, but then it was just like, and then just everything to do with Bruce, I'm just sat here like, the Hulk mythos overall needs to be fixed. And I'm hoping that's what they're going to focus on in the new Captain America. Bring movie. back Edward. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, I got, when I saw Hulk uh, get absolutely annihilated and thrown by a Jeep, I was like, okay, this is the Hulk. Uh, a planet could like not move him and a, a Jeep did. Okay. I mean, the whole. That's Ragnarok- when I was out. I was like, I'm out. And the whole Ragnarok movie is a Hulk story. That was the World War Hulk story. That wasn't supposed to be about Thor at all. So it's just like. And that's a very dark story alone. And I get yeah, it because really we don't. Dark. Have, yeah. yeah. So I'm just sat here like, that's what I'm talking about when they start going downhill and start only kind of focusing on, ooh, what's going to appeal to, you know, the tr- the fast trends. I feel like Marvel, um, not so much recently, recently, especially with Wakanda Forever, they really hit the nail on the head and gone back to their roots and their, you know, true sources. But lately, I've just been feeling like, okay. We're making movies no longer for the actual comics. It's just, you know, whatever is trending at the time, which has been comedy forever. And it's just oversaturated things. And I was really excited when I saw Morbius because I was like, okay, this looks scary. This looks new. This looks different. This looks like it's going to be actually unique and interesting. And then lo and behold, I just never got around to it because of everything that I heard story-wise from spoilers and then also other people's reactions. So it just sucks. It feels like a wasted opportunity. I feel like DC. I feel like Marvel has set the tone for for movies, and that's why DC can't make a proper a movie right now. I feel like the audience is not ready for a dark, like dark movies at all. Well, well, let's except let's for move, Batman. Let's, like Batman. I was about to say let's Knight, let's, let's move on day. to yeah. a good DC okay. movie in the Batman. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hell yes. Everything except for that long drawn out chase scene. It was great. The fact that we got like, Catwoman back on screen. Yeah, I mean, it, was, honestly, it, it took me my... two viewings to appreciate that movie. The first viewing, and I'm this is a true story. I was sitting in there in the theater with uh, a friend of mine and the, and and his neighbors, and they walked out of the movie. They wow. flat out walked out. Of wow. It. And I because actually they were expecting uh, to see the Dark Knight. And they were, and that was it. So when I, you know, I the first time I watched it, I was sort of like, my reaction was meh. The second time I was able to appreciate it a little bit more because I think the first time I was watching it with a very uber critical sort of like da, 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 da. and the things I appreciated about it was how it played out like a like a a comic book. Mm-hmm. The things that I didn't appreciate about it was the you know how a lot of it felt um derivative of the nolan movies like i I, the 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 let's make it gritty let's make it gritty and make it real and all this other stuff like there's there's a part of me that's like i have to give credit yeah you know uh, even if it's actually sort of uh you know a, a criticism at the same time to Zack snyder and like his vision of batman because that's a comic book batman he's he's blowing up and flying around all over the place like he's like like all these, I've we've seen a gritty Batman, and we've seen a real take, real world Batman. 
I'm I feel like at this point I want to see some fantasy Batman. I want to see Clayface kind of stuff. I want oh, to yeah. see the ridiculous aspects of of Gotham, not the hey, we're back to he's fighting crime lords and all this other stuff. Not to say again, that's not a a a, a criticism of the movie. The movie itself I enjoyed. I mean, there was there were certain aspects I could give or take that I'm that I I hope get addressed and evolve in the in the next one but overall i that was my the reason my first reaction to that was because i was just like i've seen real batman in the nolan movies i, I that's that was their whole thing the whole thing was this is a batman a grounded mm-hmm. this is with batman was in the real world and i think somebody at one point had said that the nolan movies are what if batman was in the real world mm-hmm. and this movie is more like what if the what if batman was in the real world if that makes any sense like 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 what if batman was in the real world versus take a real world batman and put him into um into the real world kind of thing it was some kind of comparison like that and it was pretty close and on the nose i'll piggyback off that and say i had the same kind of judgments especially with um oh why am i forgetting his name of robert pattison's batman but the one thing that saved me was this is beginning Batman. He's been, what, Batman for two years? And I have to tell myself, back in the comics, he was an edgelord to the gods. So what I'm holding on to hope is, is that we're going to explore more than just the gritty side and, you know, the organized crime. Because that's what I absolutely loved about this movie. It's the fact that it really captured the essence of Gotham and then the under um, underground organized crime in the underworld. Um, so I was really, really appreciative of that. It was just, uh, overall, the storytelling was amazing. It made sense completely. And... Character portrayals were pretty good, but I'm ready to see, you know, Poison Ivy throw some vines around again, Clayface. I'm ready to see Mr. Freeze come back again. Um, And I'm hoping that we'll explore that a little bit more in the second movie, because I know at the very end we got to see a little, was it Joker? I think it was, it was that or Hush? Yeah, it was Joker. It was Joker. I got thoughts on that. (laughs) Just, just the very, and I hope we don't focus on Joker again. I hope we get to be exposed to more Batman villains, but with what they do with this movie, I have confidence that if they do explore the more dramatic side of Gotham and the more theatrical side of Gotham and kind of find a good balance um, of mixing the two elements together, we're going to have some pretty good movie building and universe building with just Batman alone. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. Y'all ready for some hot, hot takes? Ooh. Ooh. Ready? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. First off, this was my second favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, of any movie, not just comic book movie, but, but period. Um, I loved, to me, this was, and especially if you've seen anime, this was uh, Batman Year One meets oh, yeah. Batman The Long Halloween. This is exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, I loved the tone of it. To me, this was the most movie i've seen i mean people have always been like we want to see the detective we want to see the detective this was a detective movie this was mm-hmm. literally i don't know if you've ever seen the movie seven with morgan freeman and brad pitt That's what yes. I was this about. was that it was that yeah and it was so dark um the music was spectacular the actors what i loved about it too was batman because we've seen so he was batman in the suit 95 percent of the movie you're getting yeah. Batman. Like, I don't care about Bruce Wayne. I don't want to see whatever. And I get, like, some of the people are like, oh, he's emo. But you see at the end of the movie, you see that evolution. You even hear mm-hmm. him say, like, I realize what I need to be now and going mm-hmm. forward. And you're seeing the evolution where I think he's going to mm-hmm. become, you know, more of what we know 
uh, you know, him to be. Um, here's my super hot take. I actually found that the Batman is a better Batman film than the Dark Knight. Agreed. This is why I think everybody loves the Dark Knight because of Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm. Not because no one goes, oh, Christian Bale in the Dark Knight. That's why. Always Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. The Batman story of Batman is actually better than the Nolan films. It just doesn't have this super iconic performance in it like, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker because that is still, to me, the top, 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 top performance. Um, I do think there's opportunity for, um, like, you can do a real world uh, like Heart of Ice with, um, with Mr. Freeze. I think... I do think they're going to do Court of Owls at some point. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people would be really excited about that. I think you can do Hush. I mm-hmm. think you can do a lot of the villains that necessarily like. You're cutting out, Foggy. Say. I think that you can dive down into some of the Professor Pig. That's another mm-hmm. one. He's a horror villain, and you can go down that horror route with him, really. So I'm really excited. I hope they keep him away from. Like DCU, like I don't want, I don't want Superman with with his Batman. Like, do a Superman and Batman in a, you know, the DCU, whatever. But keep this world kind of itself, its own thing, because uh, I think they have a real opportunity to to do something special with it. So that's my hot take. So piggybacking off of that, I would say David Fincher is one of my favorite directors, and mm-hmm. this was clearly a sevenist catching a serial killer movie mm-hmm. a lot of dark a lot of rain uh i got those seven vibes and i think they just the cinematography they did really good job yeah. on cinematography yeah. um you know as alex mentioned he was only what second year so he's much more of a brawler at this point so yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure you're gonna see kind of elevation from that perspective maybe yeah. on the martial arts side later mm-hmm. um but overall i think i really enjoyed it we need to bring up Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, though, oh, because she crushed it. listen, I am. Uh, she was one of my first favorite comic book characters ever. I haven't brought her out lately, and I'm planning on to next year. But she is a very, very hard character to pull off because whilst yes, there's the surface level of this, you know, mysterious, flirty, sexually liberated, you know tongue-in-cheek cat thief there's a lot of layers to this character that we got to explore in this movie alone and some of it was subtle some of it was right in your face um such as her care for other women in gotham um she's very big on protecting the ladies um especially like human traffic not human traffic excuse me but like um sex workers in gotham that's a huge thing a part about her comics and everything in addition to that zoe managed to capture this very alluring personality of Selena that we see more often than just the, oh, hi, Batman type. So that's what I just absolutely adored seeing this Catwoman on screen. Yeah. I'm very excited about the Penguin show because I think they're going to go more into that, uh, like, mob and and see more of her. I think she's going to be in that. I'm just ready for more ladies to come to Gotham. I'm ready to see Sirens. I'm ready for that it. That cow, though, man, that's the, the only thing with the movie that, that I could, if I had to pick something that I, I wasn't a fan of, that cow was just not my favorite cow of Batman. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll second that. It wasn't my favorite cow. No, either. mine either, but it works on him. Yeah, it works on him. It this was him. an origin movie, so, you know, I think down the road it's going to get a lot better. I'm ready to see mm-hmm. the animated movies, cow. That's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. 
I'm actually, I'm like I said, I, there were there were things that that's a lot of the stuff that you guys talked about it are pieces of it which I I hope in a second film do mm-hmm. and talked yeah. about and addressed and all. And I get it actually. Yes, as a year one movie, having Batman be more anger than he is methodical. I that those things hit really. That's what I'm saying. That's why if second viewing was what made me come around to it because the first viewing my first thought was i was thinking of batman as currently versus batman as hey this is actually his first year into it the detective thing i will say i will <laughs> the one thing actually i thought was funny but also I, I i feel like they 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 tried to do but actually i felt like it wasn't there yet and again it could be something fixed or something that it gets addressed in in future movies is I felt like if he was a detective, he was actually Penguin w- w- hit it right on the nose in the movie. He's just like, you know, well, you guys are the greatest, yeah, world's greatest detective. You can't even figure out that this word is the feminine for this word. And a lot of the movie he gets spent, you know, he, he he's a great riddle answer. Uh, you know, he answers yeah. riddles like nobody's business. But when it comes to investigation piece of it, that's the part that actually he's still because a lot of the heavy lifting Alfred does. He Alfred deciphers the the, the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so again, there are things actually that would be great to see in the evolution of that mm-hmm. character. Um, and again, not knocking anything away from from this movie. Um, it's the you know the 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 things actually that 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 felt derivative to me were what take me took me out of it. Like if yeah. they had just made a subtle change to add more of a fantasy element. Mm-hmm. And you can keep yeah. Batman in his own island. Yeah. You know, but, you know, like, let's get into the Joker. Yeah. That, that is that yeah. is a 100% real-world Joker. That is a, yeah. a guy who's been yeah. beat up, scarred, and whatever. And that, to me, is just like... Yeah. I, I just want a freaking clown that has a freaking re- yeah. jacked-up smile. I don't need him to have a yeah. new aesthetic. It, gave, it very much looked like Joe in the New 52. Joker's whole identity was this janitor named Joe, and he was wearing his old face. Like he yeah. had somehow yeah. face fell off and he just reattached it with staples. That's what it looked like to me. But I'm like, yeah. where's where's like the cool, you know, like yeah. not Arkham Bert. And Ark- honestly, Arkham Burst would be great seeing that. I'll tell you what, life. it's a shame that uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, the age difference. Just because of the tone, if you brought him in, oh my God, does it fit so damn good. Uh, I will say the one thing I'd, I've never seen, even in the comics, I don't think I recall him doing. But I was like, this is literally the greatest detect- the contact that like records everything. I was Ooh, like, oh, that's yeah. a great yeah. idea. I was like, I, of course he would have that. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Anybody? I, I boycotted the movie. I, I knew you did. I knew you. I thought you did. Whoa. Yeah, I boycotted the movie. Um, I'm I'm tired of DC making Batman movies. Um, I I like. Can we get a Flash? Can we get a good Green Lantern? <laughs> like, I and I'm just like, and it do, it doesn't even relate. And I know you. I know Foggy. You said you you want it to be separate, but I'm just like. 
I, I'm I'm tired of seeing a Batman movie. I mean, we could um, get a Flash movie uh, if, if somebody gets yeah out of, somebody would get yeah. it together stops, stops having you know legal issues. Sure. Nah, to, yeah. go off, <laughs> to go off what Kai said, yeah. one of the biggest things that they're like DC and a lot of movies are afraid to do is make something that is not as comprehensible as something like Batman. Like they just did this with Wonder Woman because uh, magic is a very like the whole like magic side of things this goes for like any um you know wonder woman stuff this goes for any dr fate stuff anything like that you know um even into you know dipping into like trigon and raven and all that it's very it's a lot and a lot of people are not used to that and mm. they just shy away from it same goes for like the green lanterns it's a bunch of um space things that you know not a lot of the majority would, are going to want to go I would see. Count, I would counter that because we live in a culture that has Star Wars. Right. And we have so, a, a, a yeah. culture that has Harry Potter. And the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy as well. So I, I feel Honestly, like, yeah. I feel like that's something that, that if, I, I feel like they want to stay in a pocket. I, right. The, yep. Studios want well, to stay in this, a this pocket. Is, and so, they, and it's, let's amazing. call it what it is. Batman's the only character that is continuously hit every time they put him Every Batman solo movie is done financially well. No, and that's, when that's, what I was, that's what I was going to say. And that's Batman, what it is. Batman is DC's moneymaker. He's actually mm-hmm. probably keeping the lights on mm-hmm. over there. Um, so I under I get it. I just, I, I don't have to respect it. Oh, no, I agree. Of all the DC movies, the boycott, you picked the wrong <laughs> I'd be like, yo, you got. I mean, watch I'm gonna be one. honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Listening to you, you put it so beautifully, um, and then also her chiming in with the Catwoman side of it. I might watch it now that I don't have to actually pay for it. I did it, Foggy. You did I might, it, Foggy. I might put my pride <laughs> to the side, take my hoodie <laughs> off, put my pride to the side, and, and watch it. But mm-hmm. and. and and there's always a misconception with me because I am a Kryptonian all the way through and through mm-hmm. at the same time. I love Batman. I mm-hmm. am actually a Batman fan as well. I am just tired of the repeat. Like, oh, Phil, and hold well, on to that. That's why I like this one because it's not, oh, we see his parents die in the alley again. Oh, this is how he becomes Batman again. It, this is, this is, like I said, this is year it's one. It's a different kind of Batman. This yeah. is just for sure. you're getting Batman the whole time in a whole different light, and but that's this, what. It, and it's I will so Batman stripped I will naked. Appre- I did appreciate that that he was <laughs> that, that was a dedication to this one. Is that he, unlike in other movies where the actors spend most of their time as Bruce Wayne, I will say that that and that's that was what was reminiscent to me of a comic book is that he spends yeah. the majority of the movie as Batman. He doesn't like the, of the time. Yeah, you don't. You only get little glimpses of Bruce Wayne yeah. in in there, and even the Bruce Wayne that's there again, it is a it's a Bruce Wayne that is as his first or sorry second third year. Yeah, he's, he's just a guy out. who's he's just a guy who's pissed. He's just like he, yeah. there's no thought. There's no other. Hey, let yeah. me go ahead and actually do you know do more detective work, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like on the one, and he hand, even I, says that he even yeah. says, "I didn't know I was going to have to be a detective like this." Like. He yeah. says that, like, and he's learning how to do all this. As he, and I appreciate yeah. he's not just like boom, like, oh, I'm the best at this. By the way, I'm the best at this, and I'm the yeah. best at this, and I'm the best at this. Oh yeah, I can kick Superman's ass. Like, no, like he's got to learn these things over time. But I the thing, yeah, they but didn't the thing, just do that, you know. But the I'm thing just, is, with I'm, I'm just salty. I'm just salty. I get it. no, and like no, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I, I'm fine. just like, man, they can't, they can't do. We ain't had a decent 
Superman movie since Christopher Reeves, and I'm like, but we get a Batman movie every couple fucking years. Yeah, no, and I agree and with Spider Man and Spider Man. That too. Uh, yeah. But well, like, that's, I, that's a whole different story. Marvel bought that full circle, yeah. and I'm not mad at them. But no, nah, I agree with Kai 100. percent Like, we definitely need more because not only that. These movies, and especially like with how Marvel's been doing things, Marvel has been very diverse across all different stories, bringing in different cultures, and it's giving opportunities for real cultures and real people to be seen, heard, and to work. In addition to that, I don't think Kai thinks that the Batman is going to be a bad movie, but I do get her point and believe that, Kai, you need to hold on to that, like, Mm. hold on to that, like, passion you got for demanding more different movies, because, like, listen... I would I, I I think if Catwoman wasn't in this one and they hadn't if they hadn't you know advertised Catwoman the way they did I don't think I would have been as interested because I already know who Batman is but like as a woman myself and a lover of that character it's like it's just another Batman movie it, it, it's cool to watch but there's nothing I can personally like take from it either um and I and, feel like I mm-hmm. feel like DC is just they're they're grasping at straws now like we mm-hmm. got we got this random Joker movie that wasn't tied to anything. We got this random Batman movie that wasn't tied to anything. And it's not like y'all are executing the movies that you're releasing in the DCU. So yeah. it's just like, dang, pick a struggle. See, and that's now- the hard part is because <laughs> both of those movies are like the two, they're the two best box office movies are those two. And that's yeah. why I say, maybe they figured it out. Maybe maybe that maybe I, I that's, that's what they what need to do. They just need to keep everything separate. But Marvel has set the bar so high. Yeah. My expectation from DC because when people ask me, and I'm still loyal, shame. But on who was who was saying I, that they, they wanted to see more of the unreal in DC, more of the you know what I mean? That both me. I, like that, I, but DC I feel that's where Zach. I see. I feel like that's where Zach was taking. Yeah, his Snyder like verse too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opening up so, to, to Dark Side, is, Brainiac, all, all that kind of you know what I mean? Yeah, and but, see, Wonder yeah, no, Woman was and, doing that and too. And I'm not mad at Zach, but my beef with DC, every character is not dark. You can't do every character dark. True. I'm hot like I, the sun didn't come out. But I mean, the sun I, but, don't come out yeah. in half these movies. No, and see, that's like, why we get yeah. the sun. The <laughs> word you're looking for is sepia tone. Okay. Yeah. But see, that's why I was so happy with Wonder Woman. But I, I, I love the dark, like the dark tone. Yeah. And and I think that's just Zach. That's just Zach's style. This but, but no, I get it. But it, this is the part they try to do the non-dark thing, and like the first Suicide Squad bombed. Wonder Woman eighty four trash. Mm. Uh, what's some other one? Uh, but hold on, 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 let go of anger and whatnot but then they got too comfortable with it kind of like how marvel's done where they turn this next movie or the evolution of this character into just something to throw over your shoulder and not care about and what i'm really upset with is that wonder woman was a perfect opportunity not only for women in general but to bring in more of the mystical and magical elements we could have seen you know i'm glad they brought in cheetah but we could have seen cersei we could have seen giganta involved and it's just like it either gets way too dark or it gets way too happy. And then before you know it, it's trashed. Like, mm-hmm. and the thing is, Shazam is also doing great. I'm loving Shazam. Shazam all the way through. Well, I, that, haven't seen, I haven't seen Black Adam yet. So 
And that actually was going to be, I was going to say that's probably, that's a good segment there because that's actually a segue to, to, uh, to Black Adam. But actually, before we jump into Black Adam, I was actually going to bring up something that I think Foggy and I would both appreciate about the, uh, uh, about the Batman. It's the first movie where they've acknowledged Mascara. Yeah. Just saying. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. I'm just saying. No you know joke. What? True. True. He had you to don't like, walk around and your dyes are, are he had to get ready. No, sir. No, you got to do the raccoon. <laughs> you got to do the raccoon. Yeah. Put that cowl on yeah. for, for you to get the full you gotta effect. Got to do that setting spray. It's good. It's no joke. It's great. That's right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's real. That's real. That's some real stuff. I did appreciate that. I was like, oh, he went to Ulta too. Damn. No, no, trust me. Because, like, when I had to do Jake's makeup, listen, that was. One of the most, like, his, the thing is, you have to get that stuff pitch black. And, like, so many steps went into it. I was like, when I saw that, I was thinking about what Hall Matt last year. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I feel like, I feel, I feel seen now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel, I feel like, appreciated. period. So, you guys want to talk about, uh, Black Adam. Adam. Got him right here. I have right not here. seen it yet, but I'm open to spoilers at this point because I got no other choice. I want to see it so bad. I've just been so damn busy. This looks like a good movie, though. So Black It was entertaining, Adam. man. It was entertaining. Black Adam is arguably, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pop it off. Let me get spicy. Back, Black Adam arguably is the best DC movie <laughs> ever. Wow. No, what? Yeah, I don't think that is, wow. It's in my top five. You, that is a you, you do like all kinds of level of spice out there just now. Wow. Right, right. Right. No. That is high praise. My opinion. My high praise. High praise. No, it's, 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 it's in the top five. For the sure. argument on that is a lot of people say, I told you I was coming back to what Foggy said. A lot of people argue with me because they like, but what about the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight was good because of Heath Ledger. It wasn't good. I agree. Yeah, I so, agree with that. When we talk about DC movies executed about the character, Black Adam, one hundred percent. This is this Black is my Adam. only okay. I'll take back. Um, I liked Black Adam. I thought it was fun. It was one of those like I don't need to see it again. Um, I love yeah. Doctor Fate and Hawkman, especially. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah. Um, the thing that I. There's an animated movie called Black Adam versus Superman and Shazam or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And it was really – what they did with the story was great, and I thought it was really fun. But I think you set – the way they set the tone of what he was going to be compared to what we got, I don't know if it, like, messed me up. But it was like, oh, the, you know, the shift of blah, blah. Like, he ain't even a bad guy. Like, He's a good dude. Like they made him a good dude. Like what? Yeah. What? I don't yeah. understand. Well, I think that's well, he, he was killing. I say I don't. I'm not gonna call him a <laughs> good dude. He was he's, he's a more of a, a, he's more of an anti-hero. He's he's uh, an anti-hero, but I get the villain. I get like, I get call Foggy's him a villain? point. Yeah, no, I get I mean, Foggy's point because who does he kill? But he kills a whole mess of actually. Well, here's a couple other things. Yeah, middle of the thing, the world's gonna die. Uh, how come Superman didn't come for that? But then he comes at the end when he's just standing there. My my main issue, my main issue with the movie is it takes place on Earth too. Like DC's all over the place, as as Kai was saying. Yeah. They're on Earth too. They're in different universes. They're all over. They're not sticking to one thing and keeping it cohesive. Everywhere. Yeah. One, I, one, one issue I had with this was Dr. Fate removed his helmet too damn too. much for me. That I didn't too, like, yeah. like that's not Don't tell me that. Yeah, that's not what he does. Yeah, no, exactly. He, Sorry. Like no. in the act of fighting, you know what I mean? But you you yeah. got more of Dr. Fate than you got of Naboo. 
That's yeah. that Doctor Fate had the same issue that I think actually we have with what we talked about with Batman movies is that you spend yeah. a lot more time with with this character instead of yeah. actually with Doctor Fate and and the the worst part about actually Doctor Fate taking off his helmet as much is that if you know the character and again this doesn't have to be a discussion and getting all into I don't I don't have to I don't have to put my glasses on and push them up into the bridge of my <laughs> nose or anything like that but if you're doing that you understand that. Naboo doesn't go ahead and just be like, "Yeah, go ahead and take me off. You're cool." Mm-hmm. No, when that, when exactly. you put that helmet on, you're just like, "No, no, 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 no. Where are you going? Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in exactly. control right now. You sit yeah. back." And so that part of it was, you know, I understand it. I get it because from a from an actor perspective, if you're in the movie and you're trying yeah. to sell the movie, you want that actor's face around. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is, you know, a lot of people need to take a page. In my opinion, a lot of people need to take a page from both the Batman and actually there and also somebody who's been doing this actually a bit is is um Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Mm. Deadpool in the in in the movie, yeah, he has some scenes where he doesn't have his stuff on, but by and large, most of the movie, he's in full getup. He's in full That's, like he's hard to look at with his with his mask off. I don't know. I think he's hot. But no, but no one's going to go, no one's going to a movie called Wade Wilson. We want Deadpool. We want Deadpool, Deadpool. and exactly. exactly. So having that, you know, let's I just think... say he did better at Deadpool than he did at Green Lantern. He should have never been Green Lantern. No, he's too comical for that. For that. For that. What movie? There was never been Green 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 Lantern. There was a Green Lantern movie. Was a Green Lantern movie? I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure I had that removed surgically. Yeah, out of my I think so too. not surgically. I think so. um, but no, I think Black Adam was a good popcorn movie. That's it the was way fun. I, yeah. I, I walked out of it like a good popcorn movie. Yeah. Similar to Foggy, I don't need to see it again. That one, that one end credit scene. That was obviously that was that really was the step. That, that movie they they did do a good job at leaving you having the movie end and leaving you on a good positive note because once I saw that end credit scene spoiler yeah. alerts for anybody who hasn't seen it yep. Henry Cavill coming out I was just like which yeah that's it. then it's like that's he's it. still not on the fence about if so personally my issue with Henry right now is like if you are dressing up and you are doing these end credit scenes stay committed to this role because he's still up in the air whether whether nah, or not he's going to return Henry. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Henry's decision, yeah. up in the air I think Henry's not up in the, up in the air exactly that's the yeah. studio he's he's up in the air. The studio, okay, the studio needs to get it together. <laughs> well, that, the, the studio problem. is the problem. They <laughs> is- to be fair, they did hire two new people to come in and right. shake things up. You know what I'm I mean? Hoping. So that's their job is to say, you know, my my. But to my point, where I was saying, like, as cool as that end credit scene was, the way they depict Black Adam, I was like, why the hell is Superman fighting them? True. True. Where's yeah, Shazam? I mean, he did what he was gonna do. He wanted to get whatever the name of that place was back and rule. Okay. So what what are you fighting Superman for? What are you fighting Shazam for? You're not a bad guy. You're not. You're not a bad guy. I think actually you they ner- they they do what they did with Morbius. They did what they did yeah. with, with Venom. They nerfed a anti hero. He's supposed to be an anti hero. And really, yeah. as much as The Rock was advocating this movie. Had he killed, I'm not saying that you have to go as far as to kill civilians and children and stuff like that, but you got to make it where the person is just like, I don't care who you are. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I don't care. As long very... as my goals, 
my goals are met. That's actually what I'm going to do. And what they did was they nerfed him by basically making him the 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 kills in this movie that he the body count that he racks up by and large is all mercenaries. It's all bad guys. So it's like we want you to like justified. Yeah, he's just the rock, and he's just—it's just the okay. rock. It's not even Black Adam, you know. But I don't know, like I don't know the difference between the Earth One Black Adam and the Earth Two Black Adam, so I don't know, like they need to follow the Nam- they need to follow the Namor route because that's what Namor did in Wakanda Forever. It's like he's an yeah. anti-hero because even he though he's people. a king that cares about his people, yeah. and we can respect that and all of everything yeah. that he's been through. But he was coming up and he said, he said, bury your dead, mourn your losses, your queen now. Like, you just killed my mother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what it is. He was, he was. The whole storyline with the the little boy was. The Shazam that we've seen that that kills, I mean, the the killing that I've seen him do is he'd be trying to kill Billy Madison, but it's with purpose. Like, Mm. he has a purpose behind his killing. Yeah. Like, he doesn't kill without purpose. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hot take here for Kai. I can the argument can be had that Black Adam is a is a better is a more heroic superhero than Superman in this universe. Because if you remember Bat, if you remember in in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, I mean, Superman's body count is pretty horrendous. Unhinged. <laughs> he just knocked buildings over and. And at least Black Adam kept it in the pocket. It kept only <laughs> just the. But you know what? They never really talk about deaths when by by buildings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, well, that's what we. That's what. It, I, I don't think don't they've know, had an well, event like that though, because like in Marvel we had no. Civil War, which was. Yeah, but that, that is pretty realistic. That would would happen. I mean. Oh yeah. No, that that is, and actually, that's the reason why. In, but they, you they never, in, you know, they always make Superman out to be oh he never kills, yeah. he never kills. Not and in like, that They don't really no, talk about movie. the building. You're thinking from a realistic standpoint, and I'm thinking from a comic. Come on, that's a major metropolitan city, and you mean to tell me those buildings? Again, I just wanted to see. A, I just wanted to see him fly around the globe and turn time back. Yeah, uh, you're thinking was... realistic, and they're they're not they're not. No, they're but there was such a back. But no, but there was such a backlash to it that in Batman v Superman, they make it a point in the in the when he when right before they're gonna fight against Doomsday, let's call him Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um, that that they go to the docks and they're like, "There's nobody in the docks." Oh, yeah. are completely empty at night. They went out of their way to put nobody's that in there here. Because, yeah, no, sure. nobody's here in the docks, and it's just like it's because they knew the collateral damage of that of that scene. And don't get me wrong, here's the thing: I I I'm one of the few people that will tell you I love Man of Steel. I I thought actually, for all the all the negatives that that movie, movie has, ever. there was a lot of things I I liked and I thought was very nuanced about it, but. I also Kai understand. Kai Cass is stressing me out. Oh Lord, <laughs> poor Kai. I'm don't, sweating. Kai, don't don't listen, man. I <laughs> I tell you like this, man. I respect everybody's decision on stuff, and I don't yuck anybody's yum. I just, just for me, I liked it. I liked I'm, Man of Steel. I, I'm gonna tell you the other thing about Black. The, the kid annoyed me. I say the kid storyline was so stupid. Oh my god, that's, oh, that's oh what my kept god. that's what kept that's what kept Black Adam the way he was in the movie. I felt that it kind of reminded him of his own son, right? Sure. That's why he didn't want to kill people. I feel like that that kept him grounded. Man, had they killed that that kid in the movie, man, I would have been like, I, I would have been shocked and impressed, and, and all the same. <laughs> the same. But to me, that was, that was that's what I oh. thought is that was what was gonna set him off to be like the villain. Is that would have actually made that sense? Better. Like, okay, True. now he's pissed. 
now you have a reason to kill people. Yeah, kill the kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that that, that would have been a, the good choice. And I, I also didn't like. I know that I know why The Rock did it this way because I I read an article that he had pushed for not for Shazam not to be in the movie. That was another piece that I was just like, that's yeah. a, a that's something that is similar to my issue with Venom and and yeah. Spider Man. I'm and ready to see like, Billy Batson. Yeah, I'm ready to like, see them I don't, fight. I don't like the Shazam. I don't know. I don't like Shazam. I don't. I don't. Here's like the, the thing: movie, is that no. you do have. He doesn't have to be throughout the movie. Just give me a cameo, man. That's all I want. It's just a cameo. Yeah, at you the end of the day. The Pantheon. He he is Shazam's main villain. Like yeah. exactly, that is that is that like, is talking about arch nemesis. That's your arch nemesis, and yeah. you're not even. He's not even nowhere near the movie. Not to mention at the end of Shazam, when he actually um in the first the first movie, they're sitting actually at the Rock of Eternity, and there's mm-hmm. all the seats, and there's one seat open. They, That's uh, the seat that belongs to freaking Black Adam. And you mean to tell me that in the next movie? You got. You were able to get um, um, Hansu. Yeah. You were able to get Hansu back to play the wizard for at least oh, a yeah. couple of scenes. Come on, man. Man, I, I, I imagine if you replace that end scene. Imagine if you replace the end scene with with Superman and you put Zachary there. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't have that same impact. Yeah. I, I, I would have been screaming. Like, I, I personally don't was... like Zachary Shazam. I don't think he fits <gasps> the role. I don't think he fits the role. Like when I see him, because I, I, I don't like him as Shazam. Just to be honest. I would have you liked know, to see. I'll be honest. I would have liked to have seen John Cena in that role. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't have I, I, I don't yeah. like, no, no, He would have killed it. No, no he actually would have done all right. Stop, yeah. stop, stop. Like, you're losing. Mm. Listen, you're losing your credibility. <laughs> Look here. No, hey, first of all, no, no. Here's no, the we should get Kurt Angle. Me, John Cena <laughs> is a very, no, John Cena has very good comedic. No, yeah, timing. he's pretty. I yeah. say, mm-hmm. He has good comedic timing. No, if John Cena, somebody that actually is a child. Come on, man. That I think that actually. Bro, works. But I mean, like, John old, Cena old has the role that he deserves. How mm-hmm. old is Zachary? He's he's getting he's getting up there in age. He's, 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 oh, he's and, and exactly so peacemaker exactly exactly my point. You see you see how well he does in peacemaker. Okay okay, yes. but and that, he, that role is made for him. Not what I mean I mean I mean Shazam is supposed to transform from like a 12, 13 year old to like a late twenties maybe early thirties, but it seems like he's transforming into like a fifty year old. You know. Shazam is, that's true. Shazam is, that's what that's what I see when I see the movie. I'm like, it doesn't look like this is not from the comic. I think he was 28 when they casted him, but the movie ain't come out for like 21 years because they take forever. So yeah. hey, that's what happened. No, I will say not not so much in the actor. I think actually when Zach turned when it, that's the one thing I will say in the movie that I feel like he sh- he needed to tone a little bit in his thing is that the so, teenager... So y'all are saying they should have casted somebody younger than Zachary Levi. No, no, no. Well, I don't have a problem with Zachary Levi. I, I just think actually his acting choice when he transforms into Shazam, like when you're watching the teenager, the teenager acts like a teenager. Yeah. When he transforms into Shazam, he acts, he like, acts like a preteen. And I'm like, no, like yeah. you're making jokes about, you know... Um, you know, going into somewhere and, bu- and buying beer and all this other stuff. I'm like, a preteen would do those things, and like the joke, like mm-hmm. you're acting like a child. Yeah, the look, and the, the look doesn't match the acting to me. Exactly, sure. that's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. it. But which like, we also got to understand that's like one of Billy Batson's like biggest struggles in comics and the old cartoon TV shows was the fact that here you are appearing as this grown man and at times you act like a grown man but at your core you're still a child and because this is a the shazam one was an origins movie as to how billy batson who wasn't even a teenager at that point he was supposed to be like 
12 i guess 13 which is a young teenager i guess yeah it's the origins and this next movie already in the trailers we're seeing shazam himself um as you know zachary levi be a little bit more serious compared to you know being like oh let me go sneak in and buy some beer or something because again i know if i was 13 years old and a son all of a sudden i'm turning into a six foot you know woman with like gorgeous looks i'd be i'd be trying to go get some beer myself I, at first i don't think it's that it's it's just he like de ages when he turns into Shazam. Like yeah, he Billy's more mature. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's that it's that excitement though. It's that excitement of like, holy crap! I have something I've never dealt but with if, before. I'm gonna just be. It be and but it would be agree, about being a superhero, not about big. getting beer. Bro, yeah. but like like what I'm what I think is like Shazam. At one point, was Superman's greatest like enemy in terms of comics, like in terms of sales. Like to, to to do him like that and, and to do him like that in the movie, it, it just feels like off to me. But again, you guys gotta understand, like I don't know, man. it's that gonna get money. more serious. It's gonna get more serious. Because the thing is, he he was a kid and like he, they even explored this when he was like, you know, shooting off lightning bolts and taking selfies for fifty dollars on top of the Rocky steps. You know what I mean? It's a matter of him discovering his priorities and his responsibilities, which he has no sense of or care for at the very beginning, which we're gonna probably see more of an evolution in the second movie. So have faith. No, I, but that's I'm, no, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Is actually no, I'm I don't disagree any of those points with you. But I think then the choice should have been that the actor who plays Billy Batson should have been a couple of years younger yes. to reflect that mental part yes. of his, yes, his yes. life. And that's the thing when you're looking at the the kid who's playing Zachary, who's playing Billy Batson. Oh, I see. And that. you see his emotional arc. There is no point where he's acting that childish as Billy Batson. Right. He's actually, okay. If anything else, he's actually he's he has a very he's dark. Yeah, yeah. He, has, he has a very mature story arc about finding his mom and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, he pulls off a couple of mature, immature pranks when he like steals the cop car and stuff like that. But by and large, he's a lot more mature. But then when when Zachary Levi it comes in and is playing you know, Billy Batson, you know, Shazam with the mind of Billy Batson, mm -hmm. he regresses to from, from being like 15 down to an 11-year-old. And See, that 11-year-old, yeah. like, it's like walking plays. big. But in all honesty, I'd probably do the same thing if I was I was 13 and I was given such powers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, mean well, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like winning winning, winning a million bucks at, you know what I mean? A young age. Yeah. And you're going to go crazy. Oh, but like I said... He ain't coming back anyway because the whole DCU is getting scrammed. So. That's what I... Do you... Should we move on to Marvel? All right. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's, let's move on to a movie that was, you know, too jokey for me, in my opinion. I think should have been a little bit darker. Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, that was you know, the best movie. Oh, I forgot. That's, the best, forgot. that's my that favorite movie on the list. list. Yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite movie on the list. So, so what I'm hearing is, movie. what I'm hearing is, anybody that's saying it's a good movie is trying to meet me in the parking lot. Okay. No, that's, that's not <laughs> my movie. My, my popcorn. My popcorn ended up ex being extra salty after the movie, just for my tears. <laughs> Here's the thing: I, I I'm very ooh. easily entertained when it comes to movies. I just I you know I go to the movie theater just for movies. I have, I enjoy it. It is what it is. I think right. for this one. It was just, I mean, it was, I was going in not, like, I already knowing this is probably not going to be like Ragnarok, which Ragnarok was fucking amazing. I loved it. It was. Um, but I, I just went in, you know, thinking this is another Thor movie. And I just think they, they really took this into another direction of like, as far as I have a very like odd sense of humor and just none, none of the jokes got me in there. It was just, um, I think that it was just, I don't know. It was, it was a very... What's the word? It was Silly. bad. 
It was too like the whole like I'm I'm a huge I was a huge fan of John Claude Van Damme, right? That was clear the whole you know split thing yeah. that was that was roundhouse that was clear yeah we're gonna make fun of or of John Claude Van Damme basically. Yeah. They also yeah. like like the goats like it was cool the first two times. The goats were I got so tired. Each time I'm like yo. Oh, gosh. Stop. There's the problem over and over again, and it was very forced, like with That's... the with the um with the, with the, the hammer of like getting um jealous of like the um the yeah. the, the, the axe yeah. or, or vice versa. Stormbreaker, and it was yeah. just like what the you know it was back to back to back and it was like okay, that like, was, this is that maybe was probably one of the first time, funniest but... moments in the movie though. I'm not gonna lie, that got me. I was like, what I what I what I hated about this, and again, Taika, I have an issue with Taika at this point because Ragnarok was cool, but you know you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. At some point, it almost just became like the, the, the watching the movie. The movie itself knew it was just being on yeah. crack. I felt like point. I was watching a spoof. Yeah, like it's, it was a spoof movie. Honestly, and, and that sucks because yeah. it deals with such critical situations. This is our this is our first time seeing, um, you know, Jane Foster. Um. Well, not even just Jane Foster, but this is the first time we've seen a Marvel character go through cancer, which is a very serious matter. And I felt like it was touched on upon a little bit, but it was just, mm-hmm. uh, and then in addition, Gore, Gore in the comics is terrifying. He doesn't, he doesn't just do this for his daughter, right? And I hate that Marvel does this. They don't actually give us, vil- the only villain villain that I've ever seen is Killmonger. Now hear me out, because even though they killed him off, in Wakanda Forever, when that man came back, they didn't change anything to him. He told Shirley straight up, you know, go out of vengeance. But with Gore, who was also like that, he's like, you know, we just kill everything just because at this point. They made him soppy. They made him something that you can relate to and sympathize with. And they're doing that so often with a lot of characters. They're either killing them off or they're making them too soft and they're nerfing them at their core. And it's just... Man, Thor, uh, Lord. You got to sell toys, man. You got to sell toys. That's the way it works. Let me give all the kids my power and let's fight this army. I could could see Deadpool doing something like that. You couldn't have done that. You could have done that in, for in, every in, Avenger when you were in, fighting Thanos. Infinity War, right? I'm mean, going to just give you all the powers right. of Thor and Wakanda and let's go, let's go, Rick. So, so for me, Thor, I mean, it's, it's, it's to echo everything that everyone else has said, it's, they, there were jokes that ran too long and too frequent. Um, there was never an establishment of the, and, and even though we as comic books know, you know, the lore of Stormbreaker and the lore of uh, Yornir, it's, having it introduced as now they're sentient and they're also the, 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 you know, Stormbreaker is a jealous, like the gag is funny. Don't get me wrong. It is funny. The first time chuckle, the second time, third time. Okay. Fourth, fifth. Okay. We get it. We get it. It's they're They're playing it as if the, 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 you know, Stormbreaker is, is almost like a, like, like a, um, an angry girlfriend. There were gags that just didn't need to, to be there. And I, similar actually to Blackbeard, I enjoyed um, uh, Ragnarok quite a bit. And actually, yeah, I felt too. like that one had a good balance of yeah, humor it and it had a good balance of action. This one was just, it was slapstick. It was a slapstick movie through and through and through and through. And you took a villain like Gore the God Butcher, who is, you know, supposed to be, I mean, you know, no, no, nothing that um, Christian Bale did wrong. I think he no. actually did a fa- he did a phenomenal job. He did, but the look was but, great. 
he's not in the right movie. He's the yeah. the character is not in the right movie. Right. This yeah, was a comedy, right. and they took a character that was a very yeah. like yeah. psychotic. Hey, I'm gonna kill you, and they put him in a movie that's like, oh, yeah. it's I feel like I was watching nightmares. two different yeah. movies when I would yeah. see Gore's part and then see Thor's part, yeah. and it was just. Yeah, it, 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 it being the same movie just didn't match. Yeah, well. yeah it, it, Thor it's has, kind of Thor has gone through so many extremes from his original, like you know, because you, you yeah. look at Thor one and he's just like this serious guy, and then Thor two was they, the the movie flopped, and then Thor three, I love they, Thor three, Ragnarok, they got it just right, they got it just right, and then this one they went too far. Like, yeah, my, yeah the the thing too, it's, it sucks with a lot of what Marvel's been doing is the use of. Taking some of your, I mean, call it from a from a comic book perspective, they don't have a list like a bunch of a list characters that a lot of people know pre Marvel Universe. But two of the ones that they had that had somewhat reckon you know a recognizable name were Hulk and Thor, and they both become like jobbers basically. Like they they're just jokes now. This was the point. <laughs> this was the point that I was making at the very beginning of the podcast because the whole reason why they've done this to both Thor and Bruce is because they're just wanting money at this point. They do not yeah. give a damn about these characters and it yeah, hurts yeah. my heart. And when it, it's it's difficult because they're gonna make this they're gonna start making the same mistakes DC is doing because when they realize oh shit we've screwed up here they're going to try and rework stuff and everything, and it's just going to get too sloppy yeah. and too confusing to understand. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I tell you what, man, like it, it makes me. What they do is they water down the stuff that they could make that could oh, really yeah. be. Like, you can't tell me you can't make a rate. Like, when they get brought in, you do a rated R Hulk versus Wolverine movie. Like that animated movie, but now, but now Hulk's is a joke. So like, and and Wolverine's dead. So, I mean, Wolverine, we don't know that. Well, we don't know that Wolverine's probably going to be a big wuss bag too because mm. Hulk it are so thing. He's going to be a joke. Wolverine's going to be a joke. Like every dark character you have, you turn into a joke. So and there's also gotta, missing opportunities. Chose, there's also missing opportunities. <laughs> like we are never going to see Tony Stark. Hank Pym, Reed Richards, Charles Xavier, all Bruce Banner, all in the same room together. I'm so sad with that, but that is a conversation for another I, I day. Mean, I, it's funny, actually. So using that term, jobbers, actually is is probably the pro the closest approximation to that. And the reality is, I you know I think like in the case of Thor, I think Thor they were able to keep Chris Hemsworth in the role because. I feel like his sensitivity seemed to be as an actor more comedic. He wants to do he wants to do yeah. action, but I think actually he likes doing comedy. Mm -hmm. um, with Hulk, and that's great. Yeah, I mean, no, go but, on, go on, go on. No, no, but I was gonna say, and with Hulk, I mean, let's call it what it is. It's the same. It, they they still don't have Marvel doesn't have the full distribution rights to to yeah. the Hulk. Universal still does. So really and truly, that is the definition. I mean, they, all they can do is use them in parts. So it'd be great to say, yeah, we can go ahead and actually, obviously, they're going to they're going to introduce Red Hulk now in Captain America. So they could potentially have the Hulk, you know, his character change. But ultimately, until they get those rights from Universal, yeah. all he can be is a side character. And the best you can do with a side character is maybe a sideline. I mean, it'd be great to say, yeah, let's go ahead and, and give him a grandiose role in this other movie, but it's it's not even 
you know, it's, it's hard to do that when they when they don't own the rights. I just found out the other day that they don't own they don't own the film distribution to Namor either, and I'm I'm salty no. about that. But the problem like, is, is like even though you don't have the full rights to a character, that doesn't give you the right to change the essence, the character choices of this character. Even though he's still a small character, which is not the problem. I'm okay with Bruce being there. Yeah, same. But it's not Bruce. That's not Hulk. That's not anything. And that's the other issue I have. The new Captain America movie, yes, Sam Wilson as Captain America just got his debut in Falcon and the Witch Soldier, but that was his origins. This Captain America movie, I'm about to be pissed the hell off with because this was supposed to be for Sam, for Captain America. Now they're using this as a last minute resort to re, you know, introduce the Hulk mythos and fix the Hulk mythos. And I'm like, I find that unfair, even though finally we're getting some Hulk content. We're taking away from Cap the new Captain America, which I just find incredibly unfair, in my opinion. Mm. But I have hope because we're As getting, we're getting uh, the leader back, um, and we're getting Red Hulk, and I'm hoping Jen's now in here, and I'm hoping to see maybe we'll see a bomb, you know, Rick Jones. But man, my blood pressure right now. They, they, they. Ooh, what they done to my boy Bruce and Thor? I, I, I don't want to see it anymore. You see the thing, the thing with DC, which I, I kind of like. And I, 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 is that they actually use the mythologies. I, I don't like to call them mythologies, but the yeah. religions of the Greek gods, right? Yeah, for Superman and all of them. Marvel I'll, actually I'll... has a, a Norse god, yeah, you know what I mean? And then you, you bring I'll... it down to, to, to love and thunder. And like, to me, it's, it's, to me, it's like disrespectful to that whole religion. Oh, yeah, I will say, but... I think like Man of Steel, I would take Man of Steel over any. Yeah, because he's supposed Ragnarok, to be like Ragnarok, Zeus, right? Other than Ragnarok and maybe uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, I would take over any Marvel solo movie. Yeah. Period. Easy. Wow. Easy. That is heavy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm the Superman fan in this movie. No, yeah. no, I, 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 I agree with you, bro. Wow. <laughs> well, at, well, I agree with you. Hey, at least when you see it, at least that's Superman. Exactly. I agree with you True. on that one. Yeah. But, uh... Wait, you talking about Man of Steel? That is my favorite DC movie. That's I mean, it. Don't get me wrong. I love my favorite Steel, movie of all but time, I've, I've heard I've heard many many of arguments because I'm constantly having to defend Man of Steel. Bro, many that fight scene, that, that like, fight scene reminded me of Dragon Ball Z for sure. <laughs> but I've had I've had many people actually. Yeah, their argument crazy. is that's not Superman because Superman is obviously not as dour and not as self doubting and 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 one of the other pain points for a lot of people is that Pa Kent isn't as um you know um. Good boy, so, son. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's he's more, and and that was one of the things I loved about that movie was the fact that to me that interpretation, yeah. Kevin Costner's interpretation of Pa Kent was of a of a of a real dad. That yeah, if like dude, if he was a real Superman, how would you really react? Yeah, how like, would you as a father? How would yeah. you react? But there were a lot yeah. of people that were like, "Oh no, he's yeah. too." Like when he says. You know, when he asked him, what was I supposed to lose, let him die? And he says, I don't know. That's not a Paul Kent yeah. thing. I'm like, I really? Like, That's a regular dad thing. A Superman now, and they did him, like, saving a cat out of a tree. People would be like, come on now. Like, show us yeah. some stuff, you know? Yeah. That's what Man of Steel is. It's saying, yeah, we understand this People is never a happy, real You're never content. I know Kai probably going nuts over you got there, the, right? You got the Blue Boy Scout. <laughs> when you got the Blue Boy Scout, you complain it's too much of a, you know, and then when you get... I've, I'm just thinking of MCU about. solo movies right now going through my head, that's all. Yeah. Listen, my phone is about to die, so I might disappear. I am itching to talk about Wakanda okay, let's forever. Go, yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah, we need, we need that's, that's something we all got to talk about, because listen... Wakanda forever. 
Oh, who wants to open this? It's up? heavy. It's, it was. This, like, right, yeah, I'll, this was... I'll, I'll do it because I got hot takes. Um, Take it. I've I've I came out of the movie um, performance wise. I think it might be like across the board might be the best performances I've seen out of any MCU movie, uh, especially Angela Bassett. I thought she oh, was Bassett. unbelievable. Woo! Oh yeah. Um, well, you were crying at the end. Just, you can admit that. The I, I, I was. I know I was. Yeah, I definitely. I did. wore a mascara. I cried and that was yeah. a mistake. I was Throughout the movie, uh, the, the end. end credit scene my boy's my favorite in all in all Marvel. Yeah, that got me. See, hot this take. I, I hate would... the end credit scene. Really? Hear me I out. Hate, here we go. I hate Shuri as Black Panther. Oh, I hate Shuri as Black Panther. I'm looking at Kai right yeah, now. Like no, but but let's but let's get into that though. She wasn't really Black Panther. Black Panther. She 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 was for a minute, but she put the mantle down and noticed realized that she was more a of a doctor than a warrior. And I think that's where it kind of my, my take on the movie, like actually got even better because she realized that she cannot carry on what, um, you know, what, well, what Chadwick did. Well, here, no, did, here's, did she put it down? No, did she, she no, she didn't. Down? So here's the thing. No. At the uh, end, no? at no, the she end, no. M'Baku ended up, up taking over. Cause the thing is as black Panther, and this happens in the comics too. Um, mind you, black Panther is one of my favorite characters of all time. I've been, in love but the thing is when you are black panther you are also the ruler of wakanda and there's a thing that this movie did that was interesting it's divided and separated the ruler of wakanda and the black panther shuri is not queen and when namor says that to her you don't see her acknowledge anything. You don't tell, you know, like you don't see any of the Dora Malaje, you know, addressing her as queen. There's nothing to do with that because she is focusing solely on being the Black Panther. And that's why we see at the end Umbaku showing up at the ceremony. And he's the only one there, you know, saying I've challenged for the throne. But at the same time, Umbaku went through a good journey in this where he's realizing the responsibility he has to take now. Um, okay, now that, I, yeah. Can I give you what, what really the thing is? Mm. Uh, and this is my point. Uh, the real of that is that's because if Shuri showed up without that Black Panther, she'd get her ass kicked by anybody who would show up because True. what that plant does doesn't make you go out of fight. It just enhances your ability. Ooh. Ooh. So she should. She's smart. She's the girl in the chair. She's a genius. She's not a warrior. So for her to take up the Black Panther mantle literally makes no sense. It should have been. Literally anybody else, like you can't ah! pick, pick literally Ooh. any of the, the two strong female characters. I, I'll be, I'll be honest. My my Go choice would have been man. Lupita. Lupita, me too. Been my Lupita, yeah, me yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. And, and, she yeah. literally saved her. Yeah. like dude, she literally Freaking. is the one teaching you how to kick ass. How is she not the black? And Panther? they said that they considered making her or oh. Baku, but they they went with Letitia Wright instead. But. Lupita would have been my choice. The movie was yes. beautiful, though, outside of that. I, I thought the movie was great. I this thought the was great. Yeah. I just didn't like her as Black Panther. This the only, a... Sorry, but the only reason why I like Letitia as Black Panther is because she represents where I come from. So I like that. But yeah, yeah so it's a little bit of representation hey, for me. And her, her like, performance like was great. But I don't understand how she just, she just, you know, just, just took the plans and then. Was able to fight Namor. I, I I don't understand someone who's been around for centuries. So with all this, if, 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 when we no, go back and think, no, 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 no,
as far as fighting. But you can't. She can't win, man. And all, no, but she was. She was. She was. She was getting the business. She was getting the business. She was fighting a weekend no more. And, and then was, she also was getting waxed by yeah. a weekend no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the thing is, um, as Jake said, you know, she's a scientist. She's she's a, it, if it weren't for that tech that dehydrated Namor, she would have stood no chance. But I will say, piggybacking off of Anthony up there, this movie did something beyond just a superhero movie. It wasn't just because Chadwick passed away, God rest his soul. But this movie was colossal because you have two communities represented for the first time on a scale like this mm-hmm. that have been having lack of representation and have gone through years and centuries of oppression. In addition to this, this is a predominantly female-led movie. So for these, not only these characters and these actors to have opportunity to be brought into the spotlight, you're having all these stories storytellers, filmmakers in the background too, and unknown actors and unknown filmmakers come in and have opportunity to, you know, show show light as to what they can do and what where they come from and who they are. And to me, that's what was important to me about this movie. I, did, I honestly, the nitpicks that I had with it were very few, but I threw those to the side because the amount of care, consideration, and love that went into this movie not just for these characters, but for the people watching it and for the people who made it is what mattered to me the most. And getting to see that and how it affected the movie theater and, you know, the people around me was just really inspiring. That's why I love this movie so much. I think it was extremely genuine too, though, um, just because of obviously what happened. I think Mm -hmm. everyone's, like, um, emotions on it was at an all-time high. Um, They couldn't have... You can actually see their emotions, yeah. You can see it on the... Yeah, yeah, it's very genuine in it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, a, they they couldn't plan this. No one could have no. planned this kind mm-hmm. of this movie. And they only, they had one shot to not fuck it up. Excuse my language. Um, and I don't. They they were yeah. They did it. They did it. I just. It was, I was, it was I bet we all got hyped for about two seconds when we thought uh, Michael B. Killmonger was about to come back. I, I for about ten seconds I was well, like yeah. Oh, about to yeah. I was oh, the, so the movie mad when he when he got killed in the first. And I was like. I hope mm-hmm. I hope Namor saved him in the ocean when he got dumped. Like I was trying to think of any reason. The thing is, I'm like... kind of glad they kept him dead because the thing is, they would have nerfed him, and that's and that's why when he t- showed up, I was happy he showed up because I was happy that they kept him at his core essence. He did not change. He did not go. Listen, cousin, I've had a change of heart. You know, I'm gonna tell you what I think your brother would tell you. Nah, your man's literally went. Hey, yeah, pull up your pants go kill some people, take back your title. Like, none of this. And I, that's why I'm glad. They even did that in the What If episode. And that What If episode with him joining up with Tony Stark, I was like, that shit shook me to my core. I was like, that's a villain to be scared of. So I'm glad they did not bring him back because they would have messed him up. I agree. Um, I'm okay with them killing him off because... I mean, it sucks they he, killed him off. To me, he, to me, he died in the best way. Like, mm-hmm. that, that last was, line... No, that was dope. From the last line to, you know, just how... Tell me, if he wouldn't have came back and fought Namor, you wouldn't have been like, oh, But you see, even with Namor, even with with Namor, I started getting scared. Because the thing is, finally, Namor was coming to the screen and, like, the change that they made to Namor... Because Namor's been thrown around in the comics. There's been no coherent, like, story with him. They The changes that they... And I'm not, like, always big for the changes that the MCU makes. But them, you know, making him from the Mayan descent and the... um, 
turning it into this whole like you know yeah it was cool yeah that was really cool but the thing is they started scaring me a little bit because they started making namora a little soft and now namora in the comics is like this super serious you know douchebaggy like just stick up the butt type character but i think i think the reason they went the direction that they did yeah to me, they didn't make him soft at all. No, but the like, thing is, that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. It, they at first they made me think, oh my god, here they go, they're doing this again. They're making okay. another character sympathetic and soft. But yeah, then at no. the end, it came out, and I was like, yeah, because really, what he was trying to do, he was trying to, he was trying to form an alliance. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's like he, you know, he was like, okay, let me show you around. You know, this is this is what I want to do. I want to burn the world down. Exactly. He was, like, there was there was there was nothing soft about that. Like, oh yeah. But it's like, crazy because like, nah, he was... show you. He's like, no, nah, I'm gonna show you this beautiful place, and this is what I gotta protect. So you are gonna burn the ra- world down with yeah. me? Yeah, like, you with me, you <laughs> against me. And yeah. So... What's crazy with him is like back in I don't know what uh, you know while back outside of Spider Man and uh, Fantastic Four, he was Marvel's big hero. Like he was the mm-hmm. biggest hero they had outside. So it's funny to see how, and I think that's part of why they kind of because at some point like it, the, the softness is coming regardless of how well, they use it or when but I think they need to keep that fine line of yeah he's the villain right now it's, but it, it's going to come through with bigger... Sue Storm it's going to yeah. come through with Sue no, Storm when the no. Fantastic Four comes through but the thing is <laughs> maybe the not thing is, that but you know the thing you is know, I think I think to, to, to what Foggy is trying to say is that every character eventually oh. gets, gets a little nerfed a little bit like oh, yeah. if, if you were if you were making if where did I this saw, word derive from nerf? Ner- nerf I don't know we came up with you, it on spot nerfed you ever you ever play with a nerf gun yeah well, <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's soft. It, it, don't, I mean, it don't hurt, does it? When you get hit with those little bullets, it don't hurt? Sometimes it can. Sometimes it can. Sometimes it can. Sometimes sometimes it can. But it's not going to hurt like a real bullet, is what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, I, you but, know what? But, we, you need but to think about Loki, trademark right? that. Yeah. Oh, no. I, that's not mine. That's that's. But anyway, I mean, but that, they will go ahead and probably eventually soften that character. And, you know, because they, I mean, they, the, the reality is, is that it'd be great to say, hey, you can have a, a anti-hero that doesn't have that has no redeeming qualities or anything like that. But the problem is, is that unfortunately you always have to pick up an angle from a storyline, from a storytelling perspective, where an entry point where people can sympathize and empathize. That's the reason why even, even characters like, for example, like John Wick, perfect example, John Wick. If you're looking at the movie, what does he start off with? He's, he's an assassin. Yeah. So basically, yeah. he has a job where he's killing people. He no right. no remorse, no whatever. He's killing people. What's right. your entry point with him? He has the a wife that do- dies. The die the, 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 the leaves dog. Of the dog. They kill the dog, and now he's going after these bad guys. Yeah. Regardless of the fact that he's shooting people, I've actually had this thought thought when I've watched his movies, and not that it takes away any enjoyment <sighs> from me, but he's killing all of these quote unquote bad guys. And I said to myself, how many of these guys are just jobbers, just basically there? I'm just trying to pick up a paycheck. I'm just trying to be security right. over here. Mm. That's all I'm doing. And I'm getting popped in the head. My kids ain't going to ever see me again because right. yeah. the Baba Yaga came in and was like, And for Namor, too, let's, I mean, again, back 95% of the people who saw that movie had no idea who Namor was before the movie. Yeah. True. They never the heard of that character. Namor, Namor yeah, yeah, yeah. is no the perfect case to have him as that anti-hero with sympathy. He's not a villain. 
He's a king trying to do what's right. It just ain't as ethical as we'd like it to be. That's why we consider him, you know. And that's the reason why at first I was like, you know, because at the end, they, you know, him and Shuri come riding back on that plane. And I'm like, wait, why are you making? No, I was like, no, no, no. But then when he was talking to Namora, I was like, ah, there he is. There he is. There's that, you know, Namor that I'm used to seeing. Because the thing is, Namor, in a sense, is a hero. He is a king trying to take care of his people. But at the same time, he is very much, it's my way or no way. And if you get in my way, fuck around and find out. And and so, and that's the reason why I think, again, even with those character traits, you mm-hmm. still have to have an entry point with any of oh, those yeah. characters. Because if not, then you all you have is a villain. So if, yeah. you, if, you, if you don't want to have a pure villain, you have to actually have it. You know, you have to try to soften those edges. Now, well, one- here's here's mm-hmm. the hot take I was going to say about about Wakanda Forever. It did not have the resonate. It didn't resonate with me as much. The performances were amazing. I, I've actually stood up at night trying to figure out why exactly it didn't like connect with me. And it it wasn't that it was that I didn't enjoy the movie or that that it wasn't a phenomenal movie. I just for whatever reason there was something that was that didn't connect. The funeral scene at the beginning, yeah. beautiful. It was actually it was amazing. Um, and the end scene was you know nicely crafted beautiful again yeah. but it just for well, whatever reason it didn't can it didn't strike that chord with me you know what my uh, i did the same the further i've been away from it the more i've been like because i walked out of it like way and the more i'm like eh. you want to know yeah. why you want to know it's why the middle it's the you, middle well you want to know you, you want to know why because a lot of people are overlooking the third aspect of the movie because you got one wakanda you got two atlantis or talokan um everybody looks over this third part of the movie, which raises a lot of stakes and which has captivated our interest for years. Y'all don't realize that Hydra is here in the government and Hydra, the government was the one that plotted between, it was, uh, you know, Dave Fontaine who made, stole that work from um, Riri Williams, put it in the oceans and got Namor's attention. But then they blamed it on the Wakanda or let the Wakandans take the fall for it. There's a bigger picture here that we're not seeing. Cause a lot of us are going in just to, you know, see, you know, the Wakandans again and their, you know, stories and everything. And then, of course, the new telecons or the telecanials. But we got this whole, like, dark government operation going down that's pinpointing everybody against each other. And everyone keeps overlooking that. Everyone keeps, you know. I, I thought that was dope. I don't have, that's not my no, yeah. at all. Like, actually, I quite, there I, were, it, yeah, it's I funny. I had the quite the opposite effect. I thought that was actually too much. I felt like that was that that took away and derived from the from a, from a story that actually that there were scenes with Martin Freeman and scenes with 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 uh, Defontaine that I was just sort of like, why is this here? Like, why 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 couldn't this whatever this mm-hmm. is live somewhere else on some because other show? It's, because it's directly know? affecting two countries well, I mean, the, and plotting them against each other for no, game. I, yeah. And I get that, but I it may be a good time, setup for the next it one. It could be, it could be a setup, but yeah. it could lead to nowhere. And, and Lord yeah. knows, we know there's it's, a lot. It's, it's very well going. It's not always playing chess. Yeah, I, I see. Like basically, she's using him, right? Well, what other character could she get close to that she could use for her purposes? Right? It's. I mean, I think I think they're they're positioning her to be actually a a player in it, but is it that specifically? I don't know. I I mean, because I think actually they there's there's with the direction in which they, it seems at least that they're going actually with a lot of this, this can go anywhere. All of this can go anywhere. I don't, yeah. I'm not putting a lot of, 
a lot I mean, of um, yeah, I mean that's called what it is too. They're in the same this is they're in a very similar even though this is and it's being tossed they're in a very similar situation as DC is right now. Because they just got put into Bob Iger, Brian in the back. They've already announced they're like reassessing. But like, but y'all, you gotta you gotta you gotta hear me out for a second. This movie specifically, Wakanda Forever, and this character, Defontaine, she is Madame Hydra. We, we nobody knows a lot about that. But the thing is, the reason why she has such a big stake in this movie and why this is such a big deal that keeps getting looked over, and you know why a lot of people don't understand, like why couldn't the you know the you know um this part of the movie be separated into something else is because she's trying to destabilize two big countries that could be two big threats. You see what I mean? Movie, no, establish no, a movie no. she doesn't know about. Uh, one, yeah, one she doesn't know about. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, know about. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I think actually, I think take, take what you know about the comic books and put it on, yeah. put it on the side for a little bit. Yeah, that's pro- not... Remember the MCU does this half the time. You, you, you have your idea of like, yeah, this is it. And they go in a completely different direction. That's the reason why I think they're trying to, they're, it, it, they, I think they're trying to place her more in a position of being like, I feel like this phase overall, from what I've seen from the beginning of this phase all the way through, is that what they, their focus has been your heroes, your heroes are not what you think they are. Yeah. And they are, and they are flawed. And they are mm-hmm. not, even though at the end of the last phase, you had this grandiose coming together and everybody, this new phase seems to be like, all these heroes are, are bullshit. And, yeah. and here's yeah. the reason why. And I think actually that's where she's going to play into it. That's the reason why I think well, it's going to just... be critical for, or she's going to be a critical piece in things like um, the new Captain America and Thunderbolt. Yeah. I think that's yeah. going to be yeah. the role is to basically, um, you know, yeah. work okay. against the heroes in the sense of like bringing them down a peg. Well, just yeah. using, well, just using from what she's also, and again, this is just using specifically stuff from the MCU um, and in the TV shows using from the end of black widow to the winter soldier. Now to her involvement in this, it's in, I feel, I feel as if she is going to have a very very big part and trying to how do I pause let me rewind i feel like she is going to flip the tables because the thing is she's not just shown up in and again it's she's the head of cia right now which is a yeah. big deal which means she knows a lot of stuff that we don't when the characters don't either um who's to say that uh, you know she was not only just looking for vibranium but other things because back in like the days where iron man was being recruited and this could be a far stretch that i'm making there was a pinpoint in the bermuda that was a hint at you know namor was a hint at atlantis so who's to say that she already didn't she already knew that you know the atlanteans were around and because again like we even see that happen too she makes um god i can't ever remember his name elliot she makes elliot think oh i don't have any idea what's going on but Elliot knows that he's been in contact with the Condens, but the entire time she's already known that he's been in contact with the Condens. She, he, he, I just, I feel like she's being very sneaky right now, and that she is setting up something big. Um, uh, and that was very prevalent within this movie. It was more bold than we've seen before. Can I interrupt briefly? Yeah. So I just, I just saw this tweet by James Gunn. Said mm-hmm. they, they, they got the DC slate ready to go. Oh. Yep. And among those is Superman and uh, the initial stages. The story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman, which will not be played by Henry Cavill. Yeah, they're scrapping what? everybody. 
They're scrapping oh. everybody. Okay. What? what are they doing with Wonder Woman? That's all I care about at this point. Flip on, bro. Flip, Flip the table, bro. Yo, Flip the table. Scrap some Amber Heard up in there, though. Oh, look I, at Kai. I, look I, at Kai. Kai, <laughs> Kai, you need to burn that sweater now, man. This is the thing, too. Like, you can't, I think we need to go over to the Marvel side. As much as you want, as much as I like a lot of these people, if you get rid of one, you got to get rid of them all. Or else it's going to get so confusing for the. It already like, is confusing. Well, exactly. He's talking about having Ben Affleck direct something. I don't know what movie that's going to be. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if we recast Wonder Good Woman. Lord I just want Wonder Woman lore back. I want the Wonder Woman mythos back. That's all I care about. I want the Amazons back. Oh, that's it. But to me, Henry is oh, Superman. I don't know who, who are you going to get. Somebody um, younger. You know what? I don't know. You know what? Though? Let's go. Before Man of Steel, <laughs> before Man of Steel, we didn't know who Henry Cavill was. There's somebody. You know, it's yeah. There'll be somebody. True. True. I mean, I guess be Liam it, that that feels that feels like such a that feels like such a waste. My God, I know that's, that's disappointing. That is you know so the saddest part is he's such a perfect Superman to me, mm-hmm. and the thing is like, like Aste- he's never aesthetically. But, but, but what I was gonna say, every movie he's been in as Superman has underperformed every single one across the table. That's not his fault though. No, 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 no it no, might I, be a no. little bit. Oh hell to no. Me, no, no, no! Henry Cavill doesn't have a personality. I'll be the first oh. to say it. Like, what? Stop it! You want a hot stop take? He he's the great. perfect like that Witcher role that he played. Perfect. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. For him. I've been saying this. Tell me he wouldn't be a great Batman. Take away that you don't think he's Superman now. He'd be great. Oh, hold Batman. on. Henry Cavill does not have a personality. Like, neither does Bruce Wayne. Perfect. I don't know about that. Man. That That's note, a hot take. On that note, y'all, I'm gonna have to go <laughs> because I got one percent left. It was lovely getting to talk to y'all and get to, right. you know, Kai really right. getting to really talk to you. You're How like, about that for a hot take? Bring yeah, him, bring I'm gonna leave before Batman. Kai like I'll see you this eyes weekend. everybody. <laughs> but anyway, guys, Yo. thank you so much for having me on. It was really I'm a pleasure. I'm on ten right now, so I'll see you there. Yeah. I'll see you guys. Bye. See bye, 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 bye. Um, I'm about to go. Soon. Chris, you just ruined my night, man. I, I just wanted to go to bed. I could have heard that tomorrow. Oh, uh, which Dang. one? Me? No, no, no what I just told him. What did the That's news what I just, said. just ruined my night. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to go to work tomorrow. I'm depressed. Today. I, already, I already knew that was coming because it's DC. Stop. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still loyal to DC to the death of me. When people ask me Marvel over DC, I'm going to always say DC. Um, because I am the biggest Superman fan, but I can talk on and on and on about the failed attempts at Superman. And I understand that Batman is the moneymaker and, you know, because Batman movies have actually been good and we've actually gotten to see Batman and uh, be his authentic self. And I can only recall one movie where we got to see Superman be his authentic self. Zack Snyder did a great job, like um, with his with his take. But yeah. we never really they 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 nerfed the fuck out of Superman. I, yeah. I, I, I finally he's got to uh, use it. I finally got to use it. They you used it in the wrong sense. No, <laughs> they uh, nerfed the hell. This out is of wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa! It's a lot of woes. So, so, so they wait. What? They what? nerfed. They nerfed the hell out of Superman. How, most definitely. How, how did they nerf? Super- I mean, I feel like that's maybe in every not, way. I don't, I don't. I don't think 
you that means what you think it means. Oh, no. <laughs> Soften him up. Yes. Soften him up. Water him down. This is... This, I mean, my guy could sneeze the whole solar system, so... Yeah, I, yeah. I feel part of the problem with Superman is of all the... Uh, on either side, he's the hardest to uh, create a story that is both... Uh, Audiences can relate to it, and it also really? make the stakes high enough where yeah. it makes sense for Superman because he can whoop everyone's ass so easy. That's why. That's why we haven't gotten a Superman video game? game yet. To me, exactly. You couldn't do an Arkham Superman game because one punch, everyone's dead. Like you, you're <laughs> done. Like uh, to me, if they were smart, they'd do a Brainiac movie or or uh, I mean, they've Battle already done World. I mean, Battle World. Yeah. Battle World Shoot, would be the way I would the go. Freaking do the button. Bring Dr. Manhattan in. Watch that There's, fight go down. There is a multitude of stories that they can tell. There they, is. I'm just saying it's hard. DC it's just hard. DC walks around like this. Like they can only see one thing at I mean, a time. Yeah. But I don't yeah, care if they I don't care what they do, but I mean they should keep the Snyderverse on HBO Max. Well well direct everything keep it going to James on HBO Dunn, Max because he's writing his next movie. Wow. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I am, I am I am both I, that just that breaks my heart, man. And that and the and the worst part about it is actually that they made, you know, it's obviously be it's 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 I mean, there's good news for you, Blackbeard, because apparently also in, in some of the rumors, he wants to shift Momoa from Lobo, uh, from, Lobo. Uh, from Aquaman yeah, to Lobo. Yeah, that's what Superman I saw. versus Lobo. Yeah, he, uh, he slipped so, up uh, in one of his interviews. So yeah, so, hopefully that uh so you got some so you got some lobo in your future, bro? Oh uh, shit, man. I if I get jacked enough, maybe. Homeboy's uh jacked right now. Rip, man. Fine. I'll stop it. <laughs> you could do it. I believe in you, man. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, next thing you're gonna see me be like, yo, what's up? He's gonna be walking around like you this. Said like I can he, do it. he can't I even can't put his arm back. down. Like he's gonna be like, I can't put my arm down, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love y'all. I've actually put my phone's about to die too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you guys later. Thanks a lot for having right. me. I, I, gotta pack, I gotta pack. For yeah, all yeah. Let's so. wrap it up. I gotta. Yeah, I'm about to go home and right, pack myself. Hope you guys this have was, fun. This was a lot of yeah, fun, th man. Thank you, everyone, man. Yeah. We should do this thank again. Thank you for time. stressing me out. <laughs> I, 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 I love you, Adam. I still love you. All right, all right, guys. Take care. Take care.